hey, it's Justin McElroy, your oldest brother, and check the dial, <laughs> the podcast dial. You're listening to the Good Boys Girls. Ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon, welcome back to the Good Boys Girls, your podcast oasis where all you have to think about is the McElroy Brothers. My name is Haley Rose. My name is Lily Blue. And we are the The Good Good Boys Boys Girls. Girls. Hi, I love you. Hi, I love you. (laughs) You Sorry. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if you couldn't tell by our ambiance, today, we are going to be covering the empty bowl. The empty bowl. And... Otherwise known as a meditative podcast on cereal. Yeah. It's not on the cereal podcast feed, which is about cold case murders. Right. Which is incredibly stressful. No, no, no. No. (laughs) This one is a podcast just about cereal. And about taking time for yourself to relax and just let everything else go. Except for cereal. Except for cereal. So, this podcast is a fairly recent addition to the McElroy oeuvre. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't upload nearly as regularly. It's about once a month, approximately. About approximately once a month. And, uh, first episode aired September 12th, 2018. And it's hosted by Justin McElroy and Dan Goubert, um, who is the administrator and author of the serial blog, Serialistly. Um, Which, uh, we dare you to say that ten times fast. (laughs) So, um, yeah, basically all they do is they talk like this Mm -hmm. about cereal and the latest news in cereal and cereal nostalgia and what's so good about cereal. Mm -hmm. There was one episode recently where they talked about the best milk pairings Mm -hmm. with different kinds of cereal. Mm -hmm. Um, And... This particular podcast has been making a little, like, a considerable amount of buzz Hmm. in the fandom because, like many fandoms and internet communities, um, a lot of us deal with certain mental health disorders. And would you say that this podcast is really snap, crackle, and (laughs) popping? I think uh, it's definitely made a splash Hmm. in the milk. Of this, never mind. So, a splash in the milk of the podcast verse. Yeah, of the snap, crack, snap, crackling podcast um, <laughs> verse. So, <laughs> people with um, anxiety disorders, 
as mm. I was saying, um, <laughs> sent, like seemed to find this podcast very relaxing, myself included. Mm-hmm. I, when I tune into this, it's very, very simple. And actually, I, I, I played when this first started coming out. I played an episode of it for my mom mm-hmm. uh, when she was helping me move in down here in, in Georgia for the first time. And I poured us, a, you know, bowls of cereal, and I put on an episode of the Empty Bowl. And she was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "It's a podcast about cereal, and you just eat a bowl of cereal and listen to it, and just think about cereal." And she was like, "That sounds like." something an insane person would do and i said you're right (laughs) but that's why it's so great and i was like just give it a shot just like you're right mom i am an insane person thank you for noticing thank you for noticing i host a fan podcast about a podcast (laughs) so but we sat down Mm -hmm. and we enjoyed our bowls of cereal Mm mm-hmm and I think she had like honey bunches of oats, but like a like a bougie Whole Foods version. Mm. And I had like a raisin bran, just like a regular Kellogg's raisin bran. Good classic. And classic. It's my favorite. Since I got old, I like it. I've always liked it, but since I've gotten older, I've really liked it. It helps the um, the bowels move along. Another thing that you and my dad have in common. Yes. So, <laughs> um, the. Uh, so yeah, we sat down and we did it and, and, and she like legitimately enjoyed it. She was like, that was really just simple and relaxing. And like, if my mom can get behind an idea as wild as this, then I'm pretty sure anybody can. Yeah, that's, that is why I also enjoy the empty bowl. It's just, you're right. It's just simple. You know, it's, it's easy and it's a lot of com a lot of podcasts are just really complex. They're, they're a lot to to process with your ears and your brain and you kind of have to really tune in but good thing about the empty bowl is you can tune in and just kind of let the voices of the hosts and the soothing music take you on a journey of relaxation and serial news it's it's a great way to just kind of tune out you know like yeah it's because what makes it so great is you know, our lives are so full of complicated issues and there's nothing more simple than cereal and milk. Mm -hmm. And so just being in a space where that is all you can think about is incredibly grounding for me. In fact, I was listening to this earlier today in an attempt to kind of just, uh, you know, zone out and work on some campaign notes for a D&D campaign I'm DMing. Like a nerd. Like a nerd. And I just put this on in the background and I just like, I got real like snuggly with my laptop and just like went real to zen. town. Yeah. Just, just real zen. My mind was focused and then I would, you know, pop out and listen and Justin would be talking about putting half and half in a bowl of Cocoa Puffs and saying that that was a really bad idea. Which but it was right. delicious. No. Which is, you know, both are both are true. And yeah. Yeah. It was just it's just there and it's not there. Does that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it it's, exists, it, but it's it doesn't, not doesn't like it doesn't demand to be listened to. to. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And but there's like, no but if you want continuity. to listen to it, right? But if you want to tune in, you know, if you want to be paying attention, it like, it's not complicated. As somebody who gets distracted very easily, I can say that it's very easy to kind of let my mind turn off while still paying attention. Yeah, um, and it's not overly substantive. Mm-mm. So you can you can just tune in at any point and just be like, hmm, cereal. Mm, cereal. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it it's a goofy, you know, it fits right in with the, the rest of the McElroy products in that it's a very, very goofy idea. Sure. But also, like, here's the dumbest thing about it that I love so much. And it's only, it's not dumb in theory and in concept. It's only Mm -hmm. dumb in saying it out loud. But you can really believe that these hosts love cereal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a silly thing to say, but like, I genuinely believe that they enjoy talking about cereal. Cereal is their passion. Much like graphic design might be. (laughs) And you know... Yeah, it's it's just... It's valid. And you know what? It's so... It's the thing. It's like typical McElroy fashion, right? Where it's like silly and it seems like a silly, goofy idea on the outside. But then on the inside, it's just so sincere and pure and wholesome. It's like human interaction broken down into its purest form. And I, I really can appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I remember the first time I listened, I was enjoying a bowl mm. of Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. And I tuned into episode one. And I believe they were talking about like Halloween. Mm-hmm. Ver- y- like the, were, the yes, special limited edition. Boo Halloween. Yeah. Yes, correct. And they were just talking about like how they got taken out of circulation and then put back in. And, and the video you know, game. When they added oh, the not video mar- game. The board game. Yeah, when Card they took game. the Marbits out and like right. all these different little little doodads and like they had some fun fact about Marbits that kind of was like that kind of blew my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget exactly what it was, but it was like the Marbits are used in. S- oh yeah, no, it was um, circus peanuts. Yeah, circus peanuts. Well, that the, that was the origin marbits. of Marbits. He just like took yeah. circus peanuts and cut them up into cereal. Yeah. Which is interesting. Because circus peanuts are, are are awful and marbits are delicious. I actually kind of like circus peanuts. I, I actually very much enjoy circus peanuts, but I think it's more of a nostalgia thing because my great-grandfather used to love them and always mm. had them in the house. And so when I was over at his house, I would get to eat them. And so it was just kind of a, it's like a thing nice I, thing. I like a stale circus peanut. Because then it feels more like a marbit, where Mm. it's crispy. Yeah. I'm the same way with peeps. I don't like fresh peeps. I only like stale peeps. I like the soft, soft marshmallow flavor. I'm, I'm, I'm very much here for that. I'm very much here for the stale version because then the the sugar coating. You know what I'm very much here for? You. You stop. That's that was what I was gonna say. 
So, baby. Yes, darling. Why don't we take a quick trip to the honey zone and then I have a special surprise for you. Okay. I would like to talk about um, a brand new podcast that has just joined our network and that yeah. would be Comradical. Oh. Um, which is a, a wonderful podcast hosted by my co-host Haley Rose and um, her good friend Johnny Samiavati. And um, they host a podcast about socialism and kind of it's not really a political podcast it's more of an educational podcast about politics and um what it means to be a socialist and they talk about feminism and culture and all kinds of stuff so it's it's very um interesting and educational experience and awfully funny so i highly recommend it thanks baby you're welcome I would like to recommend a podcast that is also a recent addition to our network, Mm. Artificial Ghost Radio. Oh, yes. Artificial Ghost Radio is a podcast wherein two hosts Mm -hmm. uh, and friends, Mars and Miles, Mm -hmm. who are ghosts, they're ghost hosts. Ghost hosts with the most. And uh, they get together for a little drive and talk about music that they like usually around a theme sometimes with a guest and other pop culture things and they talk about why they love the music and it's a great place for you to go to learn about new songs or just to hear a couple of people talk about the goings-ons of uh of music and pop culture well and the best part about that i personally for me about artificial ghost radio is that it removes the sort of unnecessary elitism that exists in the music culture today um, because Mars and Miles, while both being very intelligent, smart people who have a lot of knowledge and know about a lot of things, they're still kind of just like neither of them have really studied music or music theory or kind of like music structure or anything. And so it makes it an incredibly accessible podcast for anybody to listen to. Um, Yeah. And that's, I find that really nice and really sweet. So, I'm your host, Andy. I hate most things, but I try not to let that get in the way of me enjoying my life. And I'm Evan. I love most things, and it really makes me enjoy my life. I'm Ronnie. On our podcast, Ending Pending, we talk about television shows that have only lasted for a single season. We're like canceled show investigators. That spells CSI. Yeah, it's it's like a bit. That's a bit. Yeah, that was like a joke there. We go episode by episode to find out what's working, what's not working, and where it all went wrong. And it's not just bad shows. Sometimes we do really good shows. Yeah, like Kings. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. And The Quest. Ooh, love The Quest. Yes. Good choice. Excellent show. And Selfie. Oh, no, no. No, Ryan, no? no. That was no, a bad selfie. one. That was, that was oh. yes, real bad. We didn't like that. You can catch new episodes every Wednesday on LunarLightStudio.com or wherever you download your podcasts. Ending pending. Is it working for you? Oh, yeah. I have a surprise for you. Oh? So, uh, as you know, you and I have been on a sort of... Um, lifestyle change recently where we've been uh, trying to eat healthier Mm -hmm. and um, 
which has been wonderful. I've, I've felt good. And I've gotten compliments from people. My psychiatrist said I looked thinner, which was a very nice thing of her to say. Um, but I recently decided that for the sake of research, I needed to take a small break. And so I went mm -hmm. to Publix and I bought myself a gallon of milk and five different types of cereal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that I remembered from my childhood but had not had in at least five years. Very good. So, if you would join me, I would like to discuss with you the five different types of cereal I have brought today. Okay. So the first one that I tried was uh, a classic General Mills cereal. Mm -hmm. Tricks. Oh, but tricks are for kids. Well, then, honey, I'm a kid because God <laughs> do I love tricks. But here's the thing is, um, so when, when we were young, I don't know how often you ate tricks, but when we were kids, tricks used to be shaped like fruit. And yes. then there was some point in the mid-2000s when they changed to just circular balls, like kicks. Apparently they originally started as circular balls, um, uh -huh. and then they moved to fruit shapes, mm -hmm. and then went back to balls, and according to the empty bowl, they recently brought back the fruit shapes. That is correct. That is, uh, yes. And so I was able to find a box of what they call classic tricks, mm. and... Uh, in the fruit shapes. Good. So, I think in order to do this critique properly, I think we're going to have to talk about flavor, mm -hmm. smell, okay. appearance, visual appearance. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and mouthfeel, both with and without milk. Yes. So, tricks... Um, have a very appealing flavor. They are quote-unquote fruit-flavored, um, and it's an awfully sweet cereal, but it's not overly sweet, not the way some other sugar cereals tend to be. I'm looking at you, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's just like a nice, pleasant, if you have like a fruity, you know, like a Starburst-esque Skittles kind of craving... I find that Trix is uh, the perfect thing for you. Now, uh, Trix is a is a cereal. Now, I have a very strict criteria with my cereal. I have two categories. Sure. Cereal that I can't have, mm. or actually three categories. Cereal that I can't have with milk. Mm -hmm. Cereal that I can't have without, without milk. milk. Mm -hmm. And cereal that's good both ways. Okay. So, um, which category would you personally put Trix in? I would put tricks into I can't have it with milk. Interesting. Because, because I would put I it into the I can't have it without milk category. See, I'm I don't like the uh the milk mixed with fruit mm. experience mm -hmm. in that way. That's valid. But I very much enjoy tricks. I've always found tricks to have a very satisfying mouthfeel. They're very crunchy. 
I agree. Uh, well, and, they and I hold their crunch and they're airy and light. Yes, which is very nice. No, I agree. But I think also, I wish I had been able to be a little more scientific and find a box of just the circular tricks as well. But um, if my memory serves, I find that the fruit-shaped tricks are have a more pleasant mouthfeel. Almost, I feel like they hold their mm-hmm. shape better and they don't dissolve Definitely. as quickly in the milk and they they stay yes. crunchy longer. Which, yes. of course, like that's the that's the that's what you want about cereal is crunchy mm-hmm. oh, um yeah. so uh, yes I, I i enjoyed my tricks experience very much um my next cereal that i tried was lucky charms ah uh, my my all-time favorite it's good i don't know that i would consider it my all-time favorite um but lucky it's a charms. good it's a good every once in a while treat i think it's an excellent balance of like a plain sugary vanilla oat cereal with a sweet marshmallow absolutely see this falls into the category for me of i can't eat without milk Mm. because i enjoy it without milk but that's because i only eat the marbits Mm. (laughs) (laughs) well if i have the milk then what i do is i eat all the cereal first and i'm just left with the marbits at the end Mm. Do you eat the marbits in the milk? Yes. Only in the milk, not by themselves? If I do eat them by themselves, I don't eat the cereal. And then I wind up wasting the cereal. I see, yeah. Because the cereal, as we know, is not necessarily the best part of the Lucky Charms. No. Although, it does... I think it's like a, a... A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square kind of situation where you can eat the marshmallows on their own but in order to eat this cereal you have to eat it with the marshmallows yes um although i find the cereal is better when it's in the milk no i would agree with that i mean i feel the same way about the marshmallows um i feel like they're too dry and they have a kind of unpleasant mouth feel without milk um, they leave a sort of chalkiness in the mouth. Uh, and they, that get, is, they get stuck in your teeth as yes, well. Yeah. It's awfully unpleasant. So I feel and like... I've heard a lot of complaints about um, the marbits when they get soaked in the milk. They become mm. soggy and, and um, some people say slimy. Mm. But I'm honestly not opposed to that. No, I, I'm not opposed. The thing is, the flavor is, is so... Uh, delicious <laughs> magically you might add uh that <laughs> i don't mind the slimy mouthfeel i can get past the slimy mouthfeel for the delicious sugary magicalness yes. of the lucky charms and now they come with unicorns apparently they do that's the kind that i was able to purchase was the kind with the unicorn marshmallows in it even um, more magical oh yes absolutely i, I would have I, preferred a um, an alicorn but well you know we all can't get what we want but yes <laughs> um my next selection is cocoa puffs oh good um i have not no. had cocoa puffs in ages my my issue with cocoa puffs always was it didn't make the milk chocolatey enough mm. but at a young age i discovered a technique <laughs> chocolate milk in your cocoa puffs that's cheating <laughs> okay i'm sorry i apologize for for accusing that's, you of being a cheater that's cheat that's cereal cheating obviously okay. it's delicious mm. right sure but what i discovered 
was... It's not the pure Cocoa Puffs in milk experience. Exactly. Yeah. So what you do is you take... You ever get those little General Mills variety of packs? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they come with all the different little cereals inside that was honestly that was mostly what we had as a kid because my mom did not want to buy large boxes boxes of of sugar sugar cereal cereal. so she would buy the packages over the summer and so when we were on break like over christmas we would have the little boxes of either kellogg's so it was like you know sometimes frosted flakes and apple jacks and that sort of thing or sometimes it Mm -hmm. was you know tricks or cocoa puffs or rice krispie treats or whatever now the the trick I learned is they usually mm. came with two of each. Yeah. And I would take one box of the Cocoa Puffs mm-hmm. and I would put it in milk and I would eat the Cocoa Puffs. And then I would not drink the milk. I would put more Cocoa Puffs in the previously Cocoa Puff saturated milk, top it off with a little more milk, then eat those Cocoa Puffs. And then at the end, you have a sufficiently chocolatized milk runoff hmm sounds delicious it was can I just say since we're talking about Kellogg's variety packs mm-hmm. what's up with pops <laughs> don't talk bad about pops I gotta have my pops I gotta have my pops that no, might be one of my favorite cereals well, more pops for you then, because I will not, I will not eat them. Sugar pops are the best. The corn pops? Are you kidding me? They used to be called sugar pops. No, they're they're corn pops. It's like the worst kind of cereal that exists. They come in the the aluminum foil bag. Uh huh. I love those. those Wait, are my I favorite. I don't know that we're talking about the same thing. It's the yellow box with the big red letters on it. Yeah. Yeah. Corn pops. Oh, okay. Sugar yeah. pops. No, I would take. Special K the, over Pops every day. Oh, Corn Pops are my absolute favorite. Well, more for you. Okay. We can buy a variety pack and you can have all the all the Corn Pops your heart desires. All right. We what just have to deal? find a cereal that you don't like that I do. Well, let's keep going. All right. So my next cereal is Captain Crunch. Mm. Now. Mm. Classic. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, Captain Crunch. Now, the problem was... Now, here's the thing. Captain Crunch was on sale at my local Publix. Wonderful. So it was very difficult for me not to just impulse buy two boxes of Captain Crunch. <laughs> but I, because of this sale, all of the Captain Crunch was gone. And so it was really difficult for me to find just an original box of just regular Captain Crunch. So uh. I had to purchase Crunch Berries. Oh. But since the... For science purposes, I felt that the berry part of Captain Crunch would be too similar to tricks in that na- in that way. So mm-hmm. when I poured myself a small, scientifically sized bowl of cereal, I <laughs> did my best to only get the yellow crunch rather than any mm-hmm. of the berries. I did not uh, partake of the berries Yes. for this experiment. Well, if you so. keep that up, you'll be left with oops all berries. I know, but you know, is that really such a crime? No. You do not have to apologize for this in the words of our good friend Griffin. So Captain Crunch has a very interesting flavor. And I will say, regarding the mouthfeel, 
So bad. No, it it is. It's it's it. I mean, people call Lucky Charms marshmallow slimy, but no one even talks about Captain Crunch's sliminess. There's this sugary film that develops on the surface of the bowl, and it leaves you with a a weird, like dry, rubbery feeling. Um, Captain Crunch left his shaving razor Mm. in the machine that makes the Cap'n Crunch because Mm -hmm. every time I eat it, it cuts my mouth. Oh dear. Well, I I never experienced this, but I I do experience a shaving cream-esque film covering my mouth, so I suppose that also makes sense. I will say the mouthfeel, the post-cereal mouthfeel, is oddly similar to that of Reese's Puffs. Mm. Which I unfortunately did not bring to the table today, but that is another one of my childhood favorites. Um, but it's that it's that weird, like rubbery feeling. Um, but it's still really delicious. Um, yes. Captain Crunch, in my mind, is a with or without milk kind of cereal. I can eat it mm-hmm. without milk or with milk. Either way, um, the problem is it's such an airy cereal that it gets soggy very quickly. So if you do eat it with milk, you must eat it post haste. Otherwise, post it will not be a, yes, post haste. It is not a post cereal. I believe it's General Mills. Oh. Could be Kellogg's. I don't remember. I'm actually going to fact check myself because I'm pretty sure I was right the first time. See, my issue with Captain Crunch is I feel like it doesn't have a memorable enough flavor for mm. me mm-hmm. which is why when i reach for a box of captain crunch i reach for peanut butter captain crunch ah i see yeah because no, it is a, a absolutely delightful peanut butter cereal far exceeding reese's puffs in my opinion so i was actually incorrect on all fronts captain crunch is a quaker oats brand which is owned by pepsico so it's oh. it is a pepsi cereal <laughs> And so you can't eat it anymore. I officially can't eat it anymore. It's banned well, from my life. Well, there's that. I'll just pretend I never learned that. So, What was your fifth cereal? My fifth cereal is uh, Frosted Flakes. Oh, which Frosted Flakes. Might, honestly... You know, can I just say... Yeah. They're great. They really are, aren't they? And you know, I think... Of all of the ones I brought to the table today, I think Frosted Flakes is probably my number one. Mostly yeah. for nostalgia, but also just because of its simplicity. I mean, it's a cornflake covered in sugar. Like, what more do you need? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no marshmallows, no sliminess. It's just a crisp, delicious and cornflake. And it becomes oatmeal-y mm. as it goes on, it's still mm. not bad. It no, it's still sort of quite, like a, quite like enjoyable. A muse, like a muesli. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I think it might also be for nostalgia purposes. I've, I've been eating Captain Crunch as long as I, I mean, excuse me, I've been eating Frosted Flakes for as long as I can remember. My grandmother used to have Frosted Flakes at her house when we were children and we would go to her house and she would give us Frosted Flakes with little mini, little mini marshmallows, like regular jet puffed mini marshmallows in them, not the Marbits, um, mm-hmm. but like soft, chewy marshmallows. It was really good. And then sometimes I would just eat frosted flakes there was a period of time where i think i had a bowl of frosted flakes for breakfast every morning (laughs) for like a whole year Um, i um this is a in milk or out of milk cereal for me i would agree with that 
I could I could go listen man I could fuck up a handful <laughs> of frosted flakes uh-huh let me tell you just a sweaty no, handful of frosted flakes mm-hmm. those are those are my top five cereals that I grabbed off the shelf although some honorable mentions were um, rice krispies and um, frosted mini wheats mm. and um, absolutely now there was something else but I don't remember right now I have a couple favorites. Okay. That I, I didn't do the extensive oh, research. Oh, Fruit Loops was the other uh, was the uh, other one that I that did not make the cut. But uh, all three of those cereals were ones that I had had more recently. Mm. Fruit Loops and Mini Wheats and and Krispies were ones that I had had uh, quite recently, and so I decided that uh, my scientific taste buds did not need a revisiting to those cereals. So now you see. When I think about cereal, mm. I think of one thing above all else, mm-hmm. and that is Honey Nut Cheerios. Ah, oh, yeah. A classic. Really, truly, just a classic. Absolute classic. Kellogg's Honey Nut Cheerios mm. is in my top three. Mm-hmm. I'd say my top three cycles between Frosted Flakes Honey Nut Cheerios and Raisin Bran because I'm an old old lady (laughs) but I haven't yet found a love for Kashi Mm -hmm. and that's how I know my heart's still beating well let's not insult our listeners that enjoy Kashi now well my grandma my grandma ate Kashi all the time she used to start every day with a bowl of Kashi with lactate in it and I remember I would eat that when I would go and stay over at her house and um, I would sneak a spoonful of sugar into my into my kashi. <laughs> now that's another thing I did growing up. My growing up my absolute favorite cereal was Rice Krispie treats with a sprinkling of sugar over the top. And cinnamon? Or was that no a recent cinnamon. addition? That was a recent addition. Okay. And then it becomes sort of a rice pudding and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. But just a sprinkling of sugar over the top and mm-hmm. of course as a kid i would if i ever got a chance to make it myself i would just go to town on that sugar until of course the, at the end you know you drink all the super sweet milk and you get all the cereal down and there's just a saturated pile of sugar at the bottom and you just scoop that up and eat it <laughs> you said that and a chill ran down my spine as i was picturing the sugar hitting my teeth i'm so mm. old now <laughs> Oh, absolutely. If I tried to do this, I would be asleep. I would be. In a, in a second. Yeah. But. You know, I think um, now that I'm thinking about it, I think my favorite rotates between Frosted Flakes or Honey Nut Checks, depending on the day that I'm experiencing. Honey Nut Checks. Checks is an overrated or an, an underrated, overlooked. Yeah. Um, well, because it's cereal. it's most oftenly associated with Chex Mix, which is right. fine. I, I enjoy a Chex Mix, but that's like a road snack. You know what I mean? People don't Absolutely. associate Chex with breakfast, which they should because Honey Nut Chex are iconic. And frosted Chex? Frosted Chex are okay, but Honey Nut Chex are simple. You know, the way same reason I like Frosted Flakes. It's a simple two-ingredient mm-hmm. experience. Here's the thing, though, is an often overlooked cereal that's a hero of mine mm. it's frosted cheerios ah. in the blue box see i don't think i've ever had blue cheerios before 
blue is you know blue is my favorite color growing up mm-hmm. i've since moved that's on why to I'm a more girlfriend. sophisticated purple yes oh no never mind <laughs> <laughs> never mind i'm not your girlfriend anymore um <laughs> but um no, I, I really enjoyed Frosted Cheerios. Right, wait, hold on. Just ba- back up. Are you saying that blue is not a sophisticated color? Blue? We'll talk about this later. <laughs> okay. So, I I really do enjoy Frosted Cheerios. Now, I'm trying to run through... There's a few cereals that I... Oh. How could we have forgotten? Hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon, oh, cinnamon Toast, toast crunch. crunch. I had to take a second and like... Think about it. Experience it in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I what a delicious cereal. Truly. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Not enough cinnamon cereals, first no. of all. Uh, well, they're starting to appear more recently, but it, it's mm-hmm. more of like a Cinnamon Toast Captain Crunch or a Cinnamon Toast Frosted Flake right. or a Cinnamon Toast whatever. Yes. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch has been pioneering this this field of cinnamon cereal technology for years at this point. And its closely related cousin, Golden Grams, honestly... I, I enjoy Golden, Golden Gra- Grams. Golden Grams, I only enjoy out of milk. Really? I've never really took the time to pour milk on Golden Grams. I really just don't mm. feel the investment. Mm. You should consider trying it just for science purposes at some point. I will. But here's a cereal I've never, ever had in my entire life. Hmm. Honey Smacks. I've never had a Honey Smack either. And you know what? I've also never had Honey Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats is a fabulous cereal. You are a fabulous woman. And you are a fabulous girlfriend. And this was a fabulous podcast. Yes. I enjoyed this this time with you. I enjoyed this time with you, and I enjoyed this time with you, the listener. Thank you, listeners, for being here and coming to our incredibly chill, very zen podcast where we discussed Empty Bowl and also some cereal, which I think was fun. Absolutely. Little, little deviation from the, well, not really. I mean, this is kind of our <laughs> what we do, but... Um, but it's a nice tonal shift. So yeah, no, thanks nice. for ch- I needed thanks this. for chilling with us. And yeah. um, we hope you didn't you know? fall asleep. But if you did, if you sleep did, tight. honestly, sweet dreams. I hope you did because then you can't stop before the end of the episode, and we get really good <laughs> listener retention. <laughs> um, that's so my chaotic girlfriend. I love you. <laughs> that's that's gonna be our show for today, and uh, we love you. I mean, we love and you so much. Make sure. If you have any thoughts about this episode, if you want us to do more chill zen things like this, tweet at us at our handle at goodboysgirlstm or reach us at our personal Twitters. I'm at HeyStews. I am at Blue Space Queen. Leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> Donate to our Patreon. <laughs> and as always... Take a hammer and fix the podcast.
Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.